Welcome to the Planet on a Post-it podcast. I'm Naomi Tucker, your host, and I'm happy as always to be with you today. As I'm recording this, it is a Sunday and the sun is shining. And not only is the sun shining, it's 40 degrees here in Wisconsin. Now that rarely happens, so I am ever so excited to be here today talking to you with the sun basking in my face. We are talking today with how you can lead a high-performance team. That's going to be our subject today. It is episode 7 of season 2 and really just excited to jump in. But first, as you know it, there just are a couple of announcements that I wanted to make sure to remind you of. The first one is if you're here every week and listening to this podcast and you have not subscribed yet, please make sure that you subscribe. I would not want you to miss out on any of the episodes that we have coming out in the future. If you really enjoy what you hear, it would be wonderful and I would be so grateful if you can go ahead and share this podcast with a colleague or a team member that you feel that would benefit from the podcast. So make sure you go and do that as well. Now, if you're wondering how else you can connect with Planet on a Post-it, I do have a website. It's at www.planetonaposted.com. And when you go there, you'll find an array of resources. Not only is there the podcast, you also find um, a link for our book club and showing our upcoming books and what we're going to be discussing in the future. You'll also see the latest blog posts that are there and some other things for you as well. So stop on by. Would love to see you there. Now, as I mentioned, we do have a book club and we recently had a book club discussion February 12th where we talked about Boundaries for Leaders by Henry Cloud, Dr. Henry Cloud. And in that book, it's really a classic of a book and it discusses how leaders can implement boundaries for themselves, for their teams. And by implementing these boundaries, leaders can produce riveting results on their teams. So thank you. Thank you for those of you that stopped by um, that day and really contributed to the discussion. I really appreciate that. We are getting into our next book club book, which is Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Forleo. And really excited to be able to jump into this book as well. Heard so many wonderful things about her book. And we're going to be having this discussion. I believe it's on April 8th. So it's a Wednesday, April 8th. And that will also be on Facebook as well. But with Everything is Figure Outable, we are going to really find out ways to save two free hours in our day, what to do if you're multi-passionate, if you like all different, you know, areas of perhaps event planning and you're currently just limited into one, um, how to deal with criticism, you know, those haters, and also how to tell the difference between fear and intuition. So there are many things in Marie's book that we'll be getting into. And again, that discussion is April 8th. So you have plenty of time to pick up a book, pick up an ebook, pick up, you know, uh, audio book, however you would like to absorb this knowledge, pick it up and meet us over at our Facebook page on April 8th for this discussion. So as I mentioned, we're talking about how you can lead a high performance team. And really what I wanted to do was wrap up um, an array of thoughts from the book of Boundaries for Leaders. So I have about six things that I wanted to discuss with you that will help you be able to lead a high performance team. 
So the first thing that I wanted to really make sure that you understand is that as a leader, you are always going to create what you allow. And that is a direct quote from Dr. Henry Cloud. It was a pretty much a theme throughout the book Boundaries for Leaders. But really what it means is that you really are, whatever you see within your team, within the culture, is essentially what you as a leader has allowed by the environment that you set, by uh, by the divisions and the departments that you're ahead of. You're basically setting the standard as a leader for your team. Now that can be a pretty sobering thought, but it also is pretty empowering because it really says that you as a leader have the power to be ridiculously in charge of all aspects of your team. That is so powerful that as a leader you can do that. So the thing is, is that you need to know how to wield that power in a way that would best support your team. And, you know, wielding that power in a really good way, that is an art form in which Dr. Cloud helped us to discover within the book. So the first thing, again, is you always get what you create and what you allow. If you can really take that to heart and really um, kind of have that in the back of your mind when things go wrong on your team, that can really help you to be able to move forward as a leader. The second thing is really identifying the characteristics of what boundaries, when boundaries are needed on your team. And it's recognizing those warning signs. There are a plethora of warning signs, and I'll point out a few right now on the podcast, but it helps you realize that there's boundaries that need to be put in place. So if you see any of these characteristics that are apparent within your team, then as a leader, you're going to benefit from creating healthy boundaries to help see these improve. For example, poor performance. If you see a team member constantly having poor performance over and over and over again. That might be something you want to put a boundary on and confront that team member and really identify where that poor performance is coming from. Is it a people problem? Is it a systems problem? Really just take the time to be able to identify the root cause of that poor performance and correct it not focused. Sometimes our teams aren't focused on the vision or the task that we lay in front of them and that can become a challenge after a time. So just making sure that you are putting a boundary in place if you see that there's a team member that's not focused. Negative thinking. Um, I've had this before on some teams is that constant negative thinking either saying we can't do this or that will never work those type of thoughts if done constantly over and over really the negative thinking can pull down a whole team so making sure that we take hold of those negative thoughts if they're happening within ourselves as a leader but also if they're happening within our team taking hold of those negative thoughts and helping that team member really change their perspective on things so that you can um, have a better outcome. The lack of results, and that kind of goes along with poor performance. If you have a lack of results on your team over and over, that may be dictating that something needs to change. An imbalance of power or lack of control. Sometimes there's just a lack of control on your teams. 
no celebrations. If you're not celebrating milestones as a leader, whether big or small, that sometimes in itself can be something that really um, decreases the morale in your team. So making sure that you're putting in place celebrations and that's a boundary saying, hey, we're going to celebrate when we, you know, when we do really well on a small step, that's something to celebrate. We're going to cue the confetti over that. Low morale. Um, if you see low, low morale happening in the team member or a couple team members and you see it spreading, that's something you need to, as a leader, put a stop to and put a boundary in place. And then if people, you know, are not focused and they're scattered. So that is something that we talked of too. So those are just an example of certain characteristics or warning signs that would indicate you would need to put a boundary in place for your teams. So when you see any of those, and I'm pretty sure we can go ahead and add a few more on here, but when you see them, make sure to um, take a look at them. Why are they happening? Put a boundary in place and try to correct that behavior. So that's the second thing to, you know, leading a high performance team is really knowing when your team is suffering and how you can um, change the perspective. The third thing is really identifying the boundaries that you do need to put in place for your teams and that you always need to have. There are certain, there's an importance of setting boundaries in specific areas and how you think about them for your team. So for example, vision, focus, attention. We talked about the lack of of being focused and the lack of and being scattered. What we want to put in place is making sure the teams have vision, that they have focus, that they have attention. Another one is emotional. We want to make sure that we have a boundary around emotional and the feelings that we have, how we respond to certain situations in the workplace, and what emotions are allowable or not allowable in the workplace. Um, These probably tend to be around, you know, if someone gets, you know, angry or super emotional or super negative if you know being drawn into a situation that isn't quite working out there's just a certain boundary around emotions that as a leader we want to make sure that we instill unity and connection we want to make sure that everyone feels included everyone feels like they're connected and everyone feels like they're a part of one big team thinking and beliefs This goes along in the line of vision and focus and attention, just the thinking, the group think of a particular team, what they're striving for, what the beliefs are, making sure that they're all united and that we're all kind of playing on the same side. Control and empowerment. It's important for a team to be able to have control, um, you know, in their own areas for certain things and be empowered to make certain decisions though though that the brain really craves that in dr henry cloud's book he talked about that your brain craves control so if your team members are craving control being able to give them the control in the areas that are best suited for them it's going to help them a lot be more connected and they're going to feel like you trust them as well Performance and development, just making sure that there is a limit or boundary around performance and development. How do people need to perform? 
what is the bar that they need to strive for? Um, how overall does the team have to perform together in order to meet a certain outcome? These are things that within your team you'll have to put in place to make sure that they're going to be operating at the ultimate performance. And then finally, yourself. You want to make sure that you put certain boundaries for yourself as well as a leader. You just want to protect yourself. You want to make sure that you're taken care of. Um, so I like that we that Dr. Cloud talks about your weaknesses, having a boundary around your weakness. For example, if you're a salesperson and you should not be in operations, <laughs> then stick in sales and put a boundary around um, around that somehow so that your team knows, hey, don't let you know this person be in operations because it's not going to be an effective use of their time. Sometimes as leaders, we need to know where our weak spots are and put boundaries around those as well to help us work more effectively. So again, that's the third one. It's just making sure that we know what areas of boundaries that we as leaders can set for our teams. So that would be the third characteristic of how to lead a high performance team. The fourth one is attending, inhibiting, and remembering. So throughout Dr. Cloud's book, he talked about attending, inhibiting, and remembering. And really what this concept is, is that as leaders, we are just called to show up to attend to the visions, the goals, and the challenges that our teams walk through on a daily basis. We are also called to inhibit these behaviors or actions that should not take place. So whatever behaviors should not take place, that we're inhibiting those. That creates a healthy workplace. So everyone is able to feel safe and they have boundaries around what should and should not be done as leaders, we regulate this. And then it's also to remember that what we're doing from one quarter to the next, one day to the next, always recalling or remembering where those goals are, what our vision was, and how we're working towards that goal, making sure that those are reiterated throughout the life cycle um, of achieving that vision through group meetings, one-on-ones, having a consistent vision and having that repetitive knowledge of what we're working to achieve is very important. So attending, inhibiting, and remembering as a leader, always making sure you're asking yourself these three questions. So am I showing up for my team? Am I inhibiting behaviors that should not take place? And am I recalling or remembering what the vision is? So those are the things that you should ask yourself as a leader, no matter, you know, where you are. So the fifth thing is emotional connections and empowerment. So Dr. Cloud in his book unpacked emotional boundaries that we need to take place on our team and on our team. So understanding that we need to have a positive emotional climate is essential for leaders because it's been proven that positivity has a direct impact on your team's results. So in the book, it really went through a study of no matter how high your IQ score might be, having a negative attitude can do more damage than your smarts can ever have. Isn't that crazy? My positivity can really help drive results more than a person's smarts who is negative. 
So really think about that. How damaging having a negative attitude and negative groupthink can really affect your team. And if you're seeing that, making sure that we take hold of that and um, really positively get them into a different place. So also within this area of emotional connections and empowerment, understanding that, you know, the components of our brains. So we have the lower brain and we have the upper brain. And typically the lower brain is all about fight or flight or freeze. There's no thought. It's all emotion with the lower brain. It's 100% reactive. Like, for example, if I come to push you, you're going to be reactive to that. All of a sudden, your brain is just going to go to the lower brain and you're going to want to push me back. However, the upper brain is where our logic, our judgment, and our reason reside. So we're more creative and we solve problems when we're tapping into our upper brain. As a leader, understanding this, we want to make sure that we are encouraging our teams to be working from that upper brain and being able to put the appropriate boundaries in place regarding emotion and any, you know, any other component or situation that would quickly resort us to that lower brain and putting boundaries around that. So, and then regarding empowerment, I think I spoke of this a little earlier, is again, our teams really, really crave control, but it's, it's their brains. Their brains are craving control. Um, it's something that our brains are just wired to do. So when a leader understands it, give control away. Delegate to your teams when you're ready to, to be able to give them the empowerment to thrive. And then finally, our last component is don't forget about you. So in leadership, there's always the concepts of leaders eat last. I know that Simon Sinek has written a book about that. However, it's important that we're just, even though we're paying attention to others and helping our teams meet our goals, that we shouldn't forget about ourselves. When leading, don't be limited by your fears. Grow past your fear and make decisions that need to be made for your team. So Dr. Cloud always presses leaders to just figure out what drains you so that you can redirect energy into more productive places. So make sure that although you're taking care of your team members, that you take care of yourself too. There was so much to unpack in Dr. Cloud's book, and I really can't even begin to say how many good ideas and insightful takeaways that I had. So having a high-performance team really depends on leaders on recognizing the boundaries, understanding what boundaries need to be set, and really working um, attending by attending, inhibiting, and remembering, and showing up for their teams. So I just really hope that these points helped you and inspired you to at least pick up a copy of Dr. Cloud's book or re-listen to the book club discussion. I really do. And I hope that you can really join us for the next upcoming book where we can really have unique takeaways that will help us be better leaders. So with that said, again, if you really like what you hear, please definitely share this podcast. Otherwise, um, would love to be able to see you on an upcoming episode of Planet on a Posted podcast. Thank you so much for joining today and um, have a great rest of your week.